From South Carolina Public Radio, this is the South Carolina Lead. I'm your host, Gavin Jackson, and this episode was recorded on February 16th, 2024. Folks, this is our 499th episode. Wow. Yes, that means Tuesday's podcast will be our 500th episode. I am just letting you know that right off the top. The lead has been around for a while. We love you. Are we doing anything special? No. Why? 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 In fact, I'll probably be on the campaign trail celebrating, but we want you to celebrate with us. 803-563-7169. Give us a shout. Call us. Wish us happy birthday. Thank you. But let's stick with the 499th episode. In it, we spend Valentine's Day with former President Donald Trump and more than 2,000 folks in North Charleston. We continue to crisscross the state following Nikki Haley's bus tour, and we catch you up on the biggest stories happening in the statehouse, dealing with medical marijuana, guns, and booze. Brown liquor. What a week. Oh, yeah. You can always find out more about the South Carolina primary, the latest news from the trail, and more at SouthCarolinaPublicRadio.org and SCETV.org slash SC2024, your home for campaign 2024 coverage. And you can also find our survey SouthCarolinaPublicRadio.org slash lead survey. Again, we're coming up on 500 episodes. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. Please, lead survey. Ciao, Bella. Former President Donald Trump was back in the state on Wednesday. Well, thank you very much, South Carolina, and happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Yes, that's right. I got to spend Valentine's Day with the Donald and some 2,000 folks in North Charleston. To be honest, I had no other plans, but that's besides the point. (laughs) I know, I know. Woe is me. But we were out there and talking with the people and seeing what's up. This time around, we heard from Senator Tim Scott, who has become one of Trump's biggest hype guys of late, and Trump has noted it. I told Tim, so he was, uh, look, he did well, but he wasn't as forceful as he is because he feels, you know, he doesn't want to talk about himself. It's sort of interesting. And then I see him on Deface the Nation and Meet the Press and all the stuff, and he's just killing everybody. And I called him, I said, you know, You're a much better candidate for me than you were for yourself. I mean it. This guy is the best. He was like a different person. He was like a different person. And I say that with admiration, because I'm the opposite. I'm much better for me than I would be for somebody else. I would be terrible. I'd be terrible. If I was in that position, I'd get up, all right. I did a great job. You should have voted for me. You made a man. But this guy's okay. All right, I'm going home. No, I would be terrible. I'd be the opposite of Tim, but that shows great character with Tim. VP watch. I mean, VP watch. Now, before Trump took the stage, Scott was one of the dignitaries who spoke. America needs a president who loves America enough to stand up and be counted every single day of every week. That president is Donald Trump. We need a president who stands for American values, not a president who sits down and can't remember exactly where he is. We need a president 
who not only loves our country, but loves every single American and goes to work every single day for our country. It is time for four more years. First Congressional District Congresswoman Nancy Mace, whose district the event was in, also spoke on stage before the rally, and I caught up with her for her perspective on the race and the low country. Right. I mean, South Carolina likes Nikki Haley, but they love Donald Trump. And I've been speaking to voters for the last several months, voters in the low country, voters across the state. He's crushing it. And you're going to see a giant, huge win on February 24th. Low country is very diverse. That's probably more competitive down here than anywhere else in the state. But by and large, in the polling that you're seeing, he's running away with it by over 30 points, 30 to 35 points in most places. One of Mace's top opponents, Catherine Templeton, was also in the House at the event sitting front row at the rally next to South Carolina Trump power player Ed McMullen, who also served as Trump's ambassador to Switzerland. But Trump again spoke for about 90 minutes with repeated hits to President Joe Biden and the only person in front of him and the Republican nomination, former Governor Nikki Haley. But Crooked Joe is not the only massive tax hiker in this race. You also have a person known as Nikki Birdbrain Haley. Birdbrain who tried to double your gas tax here in South Carolina and also supports a 23% national sales tax. By the way, Henry will never do that. That's for sure. I will never let that happen to you. It's not going to happen. Henry wouldn't let it happen either, frankly. The radical left Democrats want Nikki Haley because they know she's easy to beat. Look at her polls. Her polls are terrible against Biden. Trump did not make any earth-moving statements like his mockery of Haley's husband, Michael, for serving in the military, nor did he undermine the NATO security alliance. He did say that no one loves the military more than he does. And that she's not just attacking me, she's actually attacking the entire... She is really going after the Republican Party, and that's very bad. We got to beat Biden. We got to beat Biden. Three years ago, she said... All of us who worked with Donald Trump witnessed the tremendous amount of love and respect he has for our military. He was determined to protect our military. We had many conversations in the NSC meetings about protecting them. He loved our military so much, is what she said. Now she says, well, I don't know too much about him and the military. And on that, though, she was correct. I love our military. You have a big military here. I love our vets. I've taken care of our vets like no president has ever done. Meanwhile, the fallout continues from his shocking statement in Conway on Saturday to let Russia have their way with any NATO country that doesn't spend at least 2% of its GDP on defense each year. The statement drew condemnation from NATO leaders and allies, as well as President Joe Biden on Friday, hours after the news broke that Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny died in a Russian prison. You know, we have to realize what we're dealing with with Putin. All of us should reject the dangerous statements made by the previous president that invited Russia to invade our NATO allies if they weren't paying up. He said if an ally did not pay their dues, he'd encourage Russia to, quote, do whatever the hell they want. I guess I should clear my mind here a little bit and not say what I'm really thinking. But let me be clear. This is an outrageous thing for a president to say. I can't fathom. I can't fathom. From Truman on, they're rolling over their graves here in this. As long as I'm president, America stands by our sacred commitment to our NATO allies, as they have stood by their commitments to us repeatedly. 
Putin and the whole world should know. If any adversary were to attack us, our NATO allies would back us. And if Putin were to attack a NATO ally, the United States will defend every inch of NATO territory. Now's the time for even greater unity among our NATO allies to stand up to the threat that Putin's Russia poses. Trump on Wednesday attempted to switch his tune in his praise for Russian President Vladimir Putin, who the White House is blaming for Navalny's death, and said that Putin would prefer Biden over Trump. But I got along good with him, but he doesn't want to have me. He wants to have Biden because he's going to be given everything he wants, including Ukraine. That's a gift. He's got a gift. He's going to have his dream of getting Ukraine because of Biden. The whole thing is just crazy. Biden has given him the only president in the last five that hasn't given Russia anything is a president known as Donald J. Trump. You know that. I don't have to go over the list. But Biden, Biden is going to give him Ukraine the way it's looking to me. It's terrible. So Putin came out and he said, I'd much rather have Biden be president. I said, well, that's insulting. And then I said, wait a minute, that's actually a very good thing. I think I'll mention it tonight at the speech in front of the people of South Carolina. Remember, Trump was first impeached in 2019 over abuse of power and obstruction of Congress charges when he withheld a $400 million aid package from Ukraine unless it found dirt on Trump's rival, then former Vice President Joe Biden. Not to mention, intelligence agencies have found that Russia played major roles in influencing the 2016 and 2020 elections. The two world leaders, Putin and Trump, have also praised each other extensively in the past. Meanwhile, we continue to hear Haley hammer on Russia and Trump cozying up to the dictator, who is currently up for re-election. And shocker, the lead makes another prediction. Putin is going to win again, solidifying some 20 years of power in Russia. You're probably like, Gavin, this is the South Carolina lead, not the working people's podcast of the Red Republic, to which I say, dear leader slash comrade, I know, you have all, sorry, uh, everything's in Cyrillic on my laptop. Awesome. But international affairs are domestic affairs, everybody. We live in a global world. The world is flat when it comes to globalization. (laughs) Sounds interesting. (laughs) You all complain about the economy and gas prices. Guess what affects that? Things beyond our little state and country. So let's start realizing how everything is connected for a minute, hmm? Especially since there was jarring news this week about a Russian space weapon that could knock out all of our satellites. Yeah, because that would just uh, be convenient for everyone, right, Russia? I kind of find it hysterical how naive these hostile world leaders are. If you destabilize America's economy, how do you think that's going to affect your country and the rest of the world? No satellites? No. It's going to really benefit Russia. <laughs> you guys just got to listen to this podcast. We have all the answers here. Also, Russia can't even win a ground war. You think destabilizing space will, will do what exactly? Hashtag LOL. Meanwhile, Haley, Trump's former ambassador to the United Nations, has consistently spoken out against Putin and advocates to continue fighting against Russia via supporting Ukraine with equipment and ammunition. Now, Haley was just barnstorming across the state this week as her bus tour continues. It's been just over a year since she launched her presidential campaign, and she has shown no signs of stopping despite the odds. He loses his court case on immunity. They say they're going to name him. He's going to be citizen Trump. Republicans lose a vote on Israel. Republicans lose a vote on the border. The RNC chair loses her job. Donald Trump had his fingerprints on all of that. 
He lost in 2018, he lost in 2020, he lost in 2022, and he continues to lose. How many more times do we have to lose where we, until we start to say, maybe he's the problem? Haley held a small event in downtown Bamberg, her home county, which just a month ago sustained tornado damage to several buildings, which is still very evident down there. Haley was warmly welcomed by Mayor Nancy Foster and saw many familiar faces that were happy to see her. Nikki Bamberg is so very proud of you and we wish you well in all your endeavors. You have come a long way. South Carolina when I can come home um, you know whenever I want to come back and we always call Renee I always say Renee Dixon we always call Renee and say we're coming we're coming Miss Nancy thank you for everything you've done and for your leadership you know I was um, traveling somewhere and Mitty y'all know he's my favorite older brother um, texted and we had a text ring with him and my sister Cindy and my baby brother Gogi and we were all texting the videos of what was happening and we just didn't know what to say this little town has been through so much that's the first thing I thought was I said they've been through so much but I also know this sweet little town is the town that raised me this is the town that taught me strength. This is the town that taught me grace. This is the town that taught me faith. And this is the town that taught me no matter what, neighbors take care of neighbors. After the event, I spotted Doug Busby standing around with some other folks. The best way to describe Doug is a blue collar working man from Wagner where he owns his own junkyard. Now, if you saw Doug, you'd probably assume that he'd be a Trump supporter. I know, I'm walking a fine line here of stereotypes and assumptions. But he had an iHeart Nikki Haley sticker on and a button. And we got to talking about his support for her over Trump. And I asked him if he was an odd man out with his friends and family. I am the odd man. A lot of my friends, a lot of people that I respect highly, listen to what Donald Trump is saying and how they can swallow it. I don't understand. I, I really don't. And um, it, it, it even divides within families, divides within churches. It's, I've seen it within my own family and within my own church. So it's, it's tough. It's tough. But I believe Nikki Haley is our best hope. I really do. Doug also told me his thoughts on Trump's remarks about Haley's husband, Michael, and previous statements belittling the military. Let me tell you. Donald Trump lost my vote when he made fun of John McCain. John McCain was a war hero, served in Vietnam, as did my older brother. Got shot all up. My heart goes out to veterans. Any man, any man makes fun of our veterans and belittles our veterans is a low life in my opinion. And I can't go along with that. He is a self-serving, individual. We need a person that's willing to bring everybody together. And I, I can't go along with any man that belittles our military. I spoke with Robert Collins, a retired social worker and Vietnam veteran at a stop in Elgin, and he said this about Trump's comments. And, you know, what he said about the military in the past, 
and the idea about NATO, I mean, he has seemed to have this fixation about Putin. I, I don't even know where that from. You know, Kim Jong-un, whatever. I mean, he's crazy. He's crazy. Trump on Wednesday said no one loves the military more than him. You heard that in that clip earlier. Now, regardless of his past statements on the military, something that would be disqualifying for any other politician, Trump remains incredibly popular. Winthrop University published its poll Wednesday that showed Trump leading Haley 65 to 29. We are going to speak with poll director Winthrop political science professor Scott Huffman next week, but he did include some analysis on the findings. Scott wrote, pure independents are more evenly split between the two candidates. Among independents who are likely to vote in the upcoming primary, 42% support Haley, while 43% support Trump. Among Republican voters only, Trump maintains a stronghold at 72%. Huffman said in the late January Monmouth University Washington Post poll of voters in South Carolina, Trump had a 26-point lead. That poll also showed that Trump supporters were more enthusiastic than Haley supporters. This enthusiasm appears to have come to fruition in our poll of likely voters, Scott Huffman said. Now this comes as Haley's campaign continues to roll out leadership teams in Super Tuesday states like Alaska, California, and Minnesota, while she also campaigns and fundraises in the second biggest Super Tuesday state of Texas this past week. Haley also rolled out a leadership team of supporters in Georgia, which votes a week after Super Tuesday on March 12th. This is a signal that she will continue to stay in this race for an undetermined amount of time, or as the senior advisor to Haley told me when I asked about Haley's future, that, quote, she's in this race because she thinks she's going to be a better president than him, quote. Then's be fighting words. Haley is ramping up her hits on Trump as he faces the start of his hush money trial later in March and other machinations occur surrounding his legal issues. And as of this recording, the Associated Press reports that a judge has ruled against Donald Trump imposing a $364 million penalty in the former president's New York civil fraud case. That on top of the other $83.3 million she's forced to pay in that defamation case involving E. Jean Carroll. But back to Haley. She said on Instagram in part that Trump is, quote, spending millions of campaign donations on legal fees. All of this chaos will only lead to more losses for Republicans up and down the ticket. Again, another reason why she's sticking in this race. Also with the Haley campaign, she is set to get U.S. Secret Service protection, which is about to make my life a living hell, guys. Oh, no! Of course I prioritize other people's safety, but what about my convenience? No one asked me. Just kidding, it's not a laughing matter. Gotcha. But while you heard me ask Haley about the request for protection in my interview with her in the last episode, there have been incidents involving swatting, etc., we haven't been told of other threats or incidents, but they are credible enough to warrant this protection, according to her campaign. And now a congressional committee has agreed. The committee voted Thursday to approve Secret Service protection, which will now go before Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas for his approval. And service protection could begin immediately after that. We're talking like next week. Now, the security detail will complicate Haley's time on the trail as stricter requirements come into play, including her ability to get closer to voters, security sweeps, searches, and more. This may result in fewer events from a logistical perspective and possibly be the end of the selfie lines at Haley's events. Why, 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 why? Assistant Democratic leader Jim Clyburn announced that he will be stepping down from that leadership position within the Democratic caucus but he will run for his 16th term representing the 6th congressional district in the state, the only Democratic congressional district out of the seven in our state. South Carolina Public Radio's 
Mayan Schechter has a quick report on this. South Carolina's most powerful Democrat is stepping down from his leadership role in the U.S. House Democratic Caucus. But Congressman Jim Clyburn, who is 83, said Wednesday that he will run for re-election. Clyburn has represented South Carolina's six congressional districts since 1993. In a statement issued on Wednesday, Clyburn said he notified House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries of his plans to step down as the assistant Democratic leader of the caucus. Clyburn said in a statement that he is confident that the entire leadership team will continue the important work of putting people over politics. Clyburn later sat down with WIS-TV and said that he plans to get more involved in President Joe Biden's re-election campaign. Clyburn and Biden have been longtime allies. Let's go from Congress to the State House, folks. That's right. I have a brief recap of what happened in the State House this week as we keep the fires warm for when we hop off the campaign trail and get right back in the State House full time in March. <laughs> Medical marijuana, let's start off there. Beaufort Republican Senator Tom Davis had a major legislative win this week, with the Senate passing his medical marijuana bill. The Senate, which is made up of 30 Republicans, 15 Democrats, and one Independent, previously passed a similar version of this bill in 2022 but it was killed in the House over a technicality before it was even debated. Davis got rid of that revenue-producing provision that was the problem and says he has the votes for the bill to pass in the House. It just needs to get through debate and the amendment process, and with a 1,000 amendments proposed last go-around, he expects the same fight this year. But he's ready and encouraged nonetheless because tighter House rules on dilatory amendments meant to dissuade Democratic amendments during multiple high-profile debates around abortion and critical race theory will now work in his favor. Also, getting the bill on the calendar ahead of the pending budget debate in the middle of March is important, as sine die, the last day of session, looms on the second Thursday of May. The constitutional carry bill, which would expand current gun laws to allow anyone who can legally purchase a gun to carry it openly without training, is headed to a conference committee with House and Senate members who will work to hash out a compromise bill that can pass both chambers. The bill's sponsor is Greenville Republican Bobby Cox, who is vice president of government affairs for gun manufacturer Sig Sauer. Mayan Schechter reports that the bill also, in part, would strengthen the punishments for people who illegally possess a firearm or ammunition, a top priority for Governor Henry McMaster and law enforcement. Senators stiffened those penalties and added measures that would offer state-paid training classes statewide and add legislators to a list of officials who could carry anywhere in the state, including the Statehouse. Fun. The latter was criticized by some gun rights groups and ultra-conservative legislators who deemed the change a further creation of a two-tier system that favored lawmakers over South Carolinians. The entire bill, however, was opposed by many Democrats and advocacy groups that argued the state legislators should focus not on loosening gun restrictions, but tightening the state's existing gun laws. Welcome to the wind down section. Our little break from the news. ATM back in studio. AT Shire, producer, lead podcast. Among yes. other things, Lee Shire. Shire it is among time. other things. Among yes. Other things, uh, other duties, duties other assigned. duties as assigned. As yes. assigned. Uh, AT. Yes. You said you had something to say. <laughs> Gavin, <laughs> I'm going to say, I'll tell everyone right now, full transparency, uh, 20 seconds ago, 
Gavin asked me what I had to talk about, and I said, we have no calls. And he goes, we'll think of something. So here we are right now. But I could, I have something to talk about. He said, he's going to talk about. I had uh, an experience that, that uh, it, it, I don't know. It doesn't seem illegal, but I feel like it should be illegal. Well, we got to take a quick break, folks. We'll be right back. <laughs> Celsius is the drink that can fuel your habit. Okay. Celsius and cheese sticks. <laughs> and and ZipRecruiter. And so, uh, yeah. We're so, back. AT, what was, that? what was that thought? So this is a weird setup here, okay? So my parents, because Caitlin and I were having a baby, they're thinking about moving down. Well, they are. They're, they're moving from New Jersey to South Carolina. Love it. Welcome. And Bienvenue. And- my parents' realtor was talking to me and found out that I played guitar and I went to college for guitar, all that stuff. And he asked me if I could give his nephew okay. guitar lessons. Okay? Yeah. That's the convoluted story that only old people can get into. But Interesting. when he came to my house, normally when I when I get I have a guitar student, I'm talking to someone, I can relate to them. Mm. Like we we agree on music in some level, you know? I can say Stone Temple Pilots and they can go Stone Temple Pilots, absolutely. Allison Chains, yes, Pearl Jam, yeah, sure, 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 sure. I was getting no traction with this kid. He's young. He's 21 years old, right? I was naming bands. He didn't know a single one of them. He was naming what? country artists. Okay, I was like, where is this? Where's the inspiration coming I from? I didn't <clears throat> know a single one of these country Aww. artists. I feel like this was a commercial for something, like yes. empathy. And so I was like, <laughs> he grew up in Columbia. So I go, let's meet in the middle. Hootie and the Blowfish. Hootie and the Blowfish. And the exactly Blowfish. right. He did not know Hootie and the Blowfish. Okay, this podcast is going to stop right exactly. here. Exactly. And just he goes, didn't that Darius guy sing Wagon Wheel? And I was like, oh, <gasps> my God. Generation. It, if you're Gen Z, I don't know if you know how to use a phone, but please call us at 803-563-7169. The phone, you have that capability no, that's on why, your cell that's phone. That's why we have the text capability. You can also not text us, us if you're too scared to call. And, yes, that's a challenge. Um <laughs> We need Grace. Grace, if you're out there listening, call us. We, we miss you, Grace. It just really hurt me to be this sure. separated from someone. And also, on top of all that, he exclusively calls me sir. Oh, oh it's 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 hard to hear. I don't I, I don't like hearing it. And he's a nice kid. You have you have a problem with pronouns? He, he practice he practices a little. I wish he practiced more. Well, but. that's funny because you. I feel like you have to have a little bit of a canon when it comes to guitar outside of like yeah, you know, multiple exactly genres. Right. Like, yeah. Like you don't know Better Man by Pearl Jam, yeah, and like, but like you could also like, and I know like Willie. I mean, like Willie Nelson like guitar, but also like banjo too, right? So like, we're, but you would still like you would know Willie Nelson, exactly. like you would know any number of people outside of these genres that you prefer, like yeah. your heavy metal. Well, I didn't ask him to know that stuff. I'm not yeah, sure, asking but like him I'm saying, like you, metal. you know, outside of like other genres that you follow. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. So now we have a system where Doing homework. I I and his homework is listen to this song. So when you come in, yeah. you know what the hell I'm talking See, about. See, you could be a great teacher, I'd say. <laughs> you are. Um, that's exciting that your parents are going to move down here, too. Maybe, yeah, I'm maybe very excited. Maybe my dad and stepmom getting out with your parents. Oh, would, absolutely. fascinating. My dad is like, he's already invited himself onto this podcast. He okay. just, he just wants, I think I've had to talk to yeah. my father. Yeah, I know. Yeah, there's a, there's, really? I was like, Dad, there's a, there are a lot of hoops. You he listens, right? No, sometimes he cuts to the end and we'll listen to I this a lot of where we do BS. That, which is... 
Stop giving us more reason to become a full-blown pro bro podcast. Gavin's got his hat on backwards. My hat's it's on scary. backwards it's today. Scary. I'm just so hip. I've been on the campaign trail. I've changed so much. As uh, you can speaking, tell. I'm speaking of and the Celsius clue and every uh, Celsius my and everything. Galaxy vibe here, but Galaxy vibe great flavor. Of, great I've flavor, heard so delicious. But Gavin, I bought you a present last night at the Korean grocery store. Yes, and gave it to you this morning. Do you want to tell the people? It goes with the Celsius. Oh, yeah. Since uh, this podcast is pretty much fueled by caffeine at this point, yes. AT was kind enough to purchase uh, no sleep gum. And that's <laughs> the only English on this Japanese, it's Korean? Korean, Korean. Uh, gum container yes. with a picture of a woman with stars, stars for eyes. Bl- like blowing up out of her eyes. Which I can attest. I mean, that's how I've been feeling all day today. Yeah, honestly, I ate one and it woke me up. It really? It, I, I, I think it just maintained, it it, I think me. it just kept me going with my current habit, mm-hmm. which I don't have any negative effects from all the caffeine I consume, yeah. which at least yeah. averages 800 milligrams a day, I would say at this point, This maybe. is horrifying. Uh, Dr. <laughs> Zach, if you're still listening, please call in. You know, the, the Celsius, oh, 200 milligrams. So like I probably take a 200 milligram pill in the morning. Yes. Get me going for the gym. That's just to get you to baseline. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm, I'm not where it's like right by my bed, but close to the bed. I can just yeah, pop. Yeah, get me up. Yeah, Gavin. It's five in the morning, folks. If Gavin finds, he'll he'll take any pill he finds. <laughs> you find, I'm legally required to take. He any pill scrounges I find. around for pills, <laughs> and then like you know maybe some coffee if I get a Dunkin'. If I treat myself to a Dunkin', that's sure. some more caffeine. Gavin then, has then transitioned like a to a Dunkin'. But then I have like you know if I'm in the office, it's an espresso. But if I'm on the trail, it's like at least Brag. one Celsius. So. <laughs> I mean, we're like going to have to like 600 milligrams at least. I think we're over eight. I think we're yeah. over eight right But I there. sleep fine. I sleep every. I mean, I, I don't blink when I sleep, but like yeah. I sleep fine. You wake up, you got dry eyes because they've oh, been open. They've been open the entire night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and <laughs> my heart never really seems to slow down. If anything, it like races. Is it fluttering? Do you have AFib? <laughs> Honestly, it's at a normal pace right now. I have actually probably Says you. So I have like how low... many hearts are you checking? I just love that my story is about bettering a youth, and yours is about uh, your Dude, your drug go-go. addiction. <laughs> Gavin is. I can't wait for him to move to Guarana. <laughs> the taurine, yeah, yeah, the taurine I mean, and guarana. I mean, it's just caffeine. I mean, it was funny though because one of our uh, coworkers here, Renee, but she had like a diet coke the other day and something else, and like. She could not go to sleep. And I'm like, oh, that's just like my morning, you know, like <laughs> I'm I, it, But there's no eye twitching going on. There's no rapid heartbeat going on. So no. I'm, until I start really getting some negative signs, I'm going to be okay. Once the campaign's over in March, I think I, I'll be okay. I'll I, come back I, down I just to want these very concerned callers that are just aghast at what you just I'm, said I'm you not, ingest. I'm not I want chugging all in. the Panera lemonade. You know? <laughs> like we're but not you there. want to. Well, I would be scared about that because I really You're can't, desirous of. I can't really put a pin. Can't really hand, like you know thumb down how much is in that. Like if I kept I just, drinking, I, I I know one of these is two hundred milligrams. The how much is only in one way to jug? find out is to try, bro. <laughs> Come on, okay. I want you to have the the pill container two arms lengths away. <laughs> And and just the charged lemonade directly <laughs> next to the bed. There's a long straw. <laughs> yeah, just lean it exactly. Yeah, like uh, a hamster. I think it just comes down to me wanting to walk around this place. Yes, this place. Yes, holding some sort with of drink. these people. Guys, here's a quick hot tip. Yeah, from like this a, is the last thing from, we get in this episode from okay? a girl boss. Right yeah, here, okay. Gavin's been girl bossing <laughs> in his backwards hat. If all day. you if you want to look busy all the time, yeah. Not just walk around with a notebook and or clipboard. Mm. 
Keep a drink in the hand, too. Keep a drink in the hand. Make sure you're gatekeeping. Always make have sure you're gaslighting. Make sure you're gaslighting. I, okay? I can't talk right now. I, yeah. As you can see, I have things in my hands. I know that you're not that busy. That's what you have to say to people. Oh, no. Okay? I know you're not busy, right? I'm pretty busy right exactly. now. Exactly. Okay. Well, get busy <laughs> saying the credits, please. The Gavin. rest of you guys can find on my Patreon and yes. my LinkedIn and on our Footfinder, <laughs> all that stuff. Anyway, have a good weekend, everyone. Hopefully, Gavin survives. I don't know. Maybe. Hopefully, I survive getting called Sir even more. I don't know. I feel depressed and old. I feel like I have bigger bags. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for uh, not calling. Appreciate that, guys. 803-563-7169. We gave you a lot of fodder there. Uh, if you are a, a health professional, we would love your opinion about caffeine. <laughs> we need someone to call us. Uh, and if you don't want to call, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We love that, too. And you can always get online at southcarolinapublicradio.org slash lead survey and let us know your thoughts. We are turning 500 on Tuesday. Let us know. And you can stay up to date with the latest news on SCTV.org and SouthCarolinaPublicRadio.org. And don't forget to support your local newspapers. For the South Carolina lead, I'm Gavin Jackson. Be well, South Carolina. Also, next episode is episode 500. You're just gonna, you're just gonna go and tell me that? <laughs> yes. What? What? Have, what have I done with my life? What? What have I done with my life? <laughs>